Good afternoon, everybody. Thanks again, Shlomo and Yehuda, for arranging this amazing program, which is incredible throughout the course of the uh, month year. It's amazing to have this on a consistent basis day in day out. So thank you. I want to discuss very briefly, obviously, we only have a few minutes. Zivig Rishon, Zivig Sheni. The Gemara Mesechta Saita says that when Reish Lakish would start off his Parsha Saita, Parsha Saita to his Amidim, he would start off by saying this vart, Ein mezavgin loyladim isha elolafimaso. That a Kaddish Baruch Hu in Shemayim creates hearings based on their mysim. So a tzaddik would be matched with a tzaddikis. A rasha, unfortunately, would be matched with, with, uh, with somebody that's on his part. But everybody's matched based on their maisa. Rabbi Barachana says next in the Gemara, V'kashin l'zivugin k'kriyas yamsa, which is what ties into this week's parsha, parsha's b'shalach, v'kashin l'zivugin k'kriyas yamsa, Whatever that means, we're not going to get into that now either, but Zivugan is so pasha, it's so difficult, it's similar to Kriyas Yamsa. Back to Gemara, the Gemara asks right afterwards, we all know, Forty days before the Yitzir Savlad, in Shemaim, it was already announced that this man would get married to this woman. So how is it possible to go ahead and say that it's Kasha Kriyas Yamsa? How is it possible to say that it's lafimasa? It's not true. It was already predetermined before you did any mice in this world. So the Gemara answers this question simply by saying, By the zivig rishon, that's when it's announced in Shemayim 40 days before you're born. But when it comes to the zivig sheni, that's lafimasa, and you get what you earn, or that's also kashin, like kashin zivugun kakmis yamsa. Well, the Shabbat Baruch Hashem and Kashim Zivugim Kriyas Yamsaf, my point of this Gemara, really only applies by the Zivig Sheni. It does not apply by the Zivig Rishon. Taisvis right over here asks a question. Taisvis asks a question from the Gemara Ma'it Katan. The Gemara Ma'it Katan says, "Amar Shmuel Mutter liares bechale shal Ma'it." It's Mutter to go and engage on get engaged on Chal Ma'it to do Eris and Chal Ma'it. Why is it Mutter to do Eris and Chal Ma'it? So the Gemara says. Because we're worried that if you don't get engaged in Chalmaid, somebody else is going to come in and sweep away your wife that you would have otherwise married, and therefore we allow you to do it on Chalmaid. The Gemara right there asks the question similar to what you have by us, and the Gemara asks, We know the concept of that it's said out loud in Shemayim that it's going to be 40 days before the Yitzir Savlad. So how is it possible to go in and say that somebody's going to Chaparayim? The Gemara, so Tyson's question is, what's the Gemara's question? We should just answer that Zivik Rishon Zivik Sheni, that the Gemara over there is talking about a Zivik Sheni. And by Zivik Sheni, it's not a Brahmian Kadim Yitzir Savlad. But when Shmuel says, Allah, Mutala Aris, talking about the Zivik Sheni, that's right. That's why it's not an issue with our Brahmian Kadim Yitzir Savlad. The Taisus remains with the Kurachi, and Taisus doesn't answer the question. So the basic way of understanding Zivik Rishon and Zivik Sheni, according to most Rishonim, is Zivig Rishon is the first marriage that a person has in this world, and Zivig Sheni is the second marriage. But unfortunately, Layalenu, somebody goes through a death or a divorce and they have a second marriage. Zivig Rishon is the first, Zivig Sheni is the second. And that's why Taisus asks this question. Rabbi Yaakov Emden gives a different shot. He says, Shad and Zivig Sheni, Zivig Rishon and Zivig Sheni is as follows. He said, every person, every couple in Shemayim, before they come down to this world, they're created as one. Hashem separates them, sends them down to this world. Sometimes there's Zaycha to meet up, and sometimes there's not Zaycha to meet up. There's no Zivig Rishon is that person that you were supposed to meet up with eventually, and that's who you separated from in Shemayim. Zivig Sheni is just somebody else, the person that you were not separated from in Shemayim. 
And therefore, Tysus' question, he says, it's not a question because we don't know who Zivik Rishon Zivik Sheni is. And therefore, there's no concept of first marriage, second marriage, where you can say, why can't you say he was referring to Zivik Rishon versus Zivik Sheni? Because we're always worried that Shemei Kadmenu Achar, somebody else is going to take it. Third tarot, the Me'iri brings down, Me'iri says a different shot in Zivik Rishon Zivik Sheni. He says, Zivik Rishon is when you get married prior to the age of 20. Zivik Sheni is when you get married after the age of 20. So according to the Me'iri, no advice for anybody out there, but if you want your sons to marry the Zivigrishan, according to the Miri, you have to actually have them get married prior to the age of 20. But getting back to that Gemara for a moment, the Gemara answers the question. The Gemara asks the question of Shemi Kadmenu why do we worry about Shemi Kadmenu Achar? We know that you're predetermined who you're going to marry. The Gemara answers, Shema Yekadmenu Achar Betfila. Maybe somebody else is going to hop around and daven for your Bashar. And even if you are predetermined to marry that woman, somebody else could beat you to it. The question still remains, how is that possible? How could somebody daven for your Bashar? If Hashem said, this is who you're going to marry, this has to be it. So even if somebody else davens, it shouldn't make any difference at all. You should still be getting what Hashem was geyser. So Rebellion Baruchwinkel, I want to take an approach that he says somewhere else and apply it to here possibly. He says it two parshas ago, parshas of the era. The Pasuk says, V'gamani shemati asnakas b'nei Yisrael. Hashem says, when he's ready for Yitzhiyas and Sraim, I heard the tefilis of b'nei Yisrael. Bel Yabarach Finkel asks a very simple question. The Pasuk says, V'eskar is brisi, and I remember the bris of the bris being Absarim. Bel Yabarach Finkel asks, V'eskar is brisi, Hashem promised Avram Yitzhak and Yaakov he's going to take them out of Mitzrayim. Why do we need the Nakas Bnei Yisrael? It shouldn't be necessary. So Bel Yabarach Finkel uses a Medrash in Parkish Mois, but his, the crux of his answer is that the reason is because even if Hashem is geyser something, even if something is 100% supposed to happen, if you don't daven for it, it cannot happen. It's not possible. That's why even if B'nai Yisrael were supposed to come out after 400, it could have been 800 years. If they wouldn't have davened for it, they would have been stuck in Mitzrayim forever. That's why once Hashem heard the tefillahs of B'nai Yisrael, then I can go to Mekoyimit. Maybe that's Shadonar Gemara also. The Gemara is right. It's true. Everybody's predetermined who they're going to marry. However, if you don't daven for your bashert and somebody else does, they're koidem, their tefillah to your tefillah, they can go ahead and beat you to it. And therefore, no matter who you're predetermined to marry, if you don't daven for that bashert, you don't daven for that zivig rishon, you may not be zeichet to that zivig rishon, even if it was predetermined. Thank you and have a great day.